Spit to the beat. And welcome to Spit to the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey, a.k.a. B. Unstoppable Prayer. And today I got another special guest in the studio with me. A good friend, a well-rounded type of guy. You can't go wrong with him if he's ever on your side. Mr. Dara DJ Screamfella. Hey, 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 how everybody doing? How everybody doing on this good old Thursday? Welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you. Look, man, like I said, I don't have no format with it. I always just jump right into the questions and stuff like that. So we're going to take this first question with you. But besides the first question, just us knowing each other, man, you know, how we have developed our relationship. Oh, man. I mean, we got to go all the way back, man. It's been a long time, you know. We always induct him into our, our school, even though he came from another school. But we, we ain't going to say his school. school. <laughs> hey, we, we, we induct him all the way into Northside High School. You know, he, all, he was a um, Hamilton Wildcat. Wildcat. And, yeah, uh, but he, he represented, I mean, man, it ain't nothing but love between me and Stacey and his family and my family. We just, man, we just got a good bond. You know, it just clicked. I know it been, what, about? 15, 20 years now? It's been quickly, yeah. I mean, we, we just connected with each other right off the bat, man. Yeah. And, uh, it's been some years between of us, so definitely. So we're able to build that bond between each other and each other's family. We travel together and all that stuff. So we, we did a lot of things. So with that, man, being said, I want to talk about this DJ thing, man. First, first I want to talk about the D-Live the D show. That's, <laughs> to me, that's where it all started. Oh, man, we going all the way back, man. You know, the <laughs> D-Live uh, show, I used to do the uh, D-Live show. I still do it here and there and, and everything, uh, the D-Live show. The D-Live show, consider, uh, it started when uh, uh, before the COVID. So I know I've been doing the D-Live show probably okay. about five to six years now. So it was like, you know, I always was an entertainer and everything. I like to just have fun. And if I'm having fun, I like bring other people in, having fun, see what I like to do. I I love, you know, as when I was in high school or middle school, love to, you know, uh, make people laugh and different things. So I said, I'm going to go ahead and do the D-Live show. And, you know, that, and it just carried over, over. I hear so many people tune in, you know, every night because they, you know, D-Live, you know, we'll talk about whatever going on in the city or if it big, real big, you know, in the world, you know, so, but, Basically, everything like in the city of Memphis, you know, it's something, you know, we talk about sports, uh, you know, the uh, politics, uh, politic, uh, you know, like I said, the school system. And uh, people would get they come in on the show. And so that's how the D-Line, I mean, it, it just grew so big. And uh, so, I mean, I just, I stopped for a minute after the COVID happened because I started doing the DJ and stuff. So, but other than that, that's how the D-Line show started. Wow, wow. So with that, okay, now we jump from how the COVID started and we jump over into the DJ. Now, how did DJ become from a hobby to a passion to a, a, a business like? Man, it DJing. I mean, I have a couple of uh, people who I used to DJ with, but I wasn't the DJ. I was always the hype man. I mean, you know, I'm always on the microphone and... Uh, just, you know, entertaining. 
So when the COVID came, everybody was just at home, you know, not doing anything. So I said, man, I'm finna start just putting some music. I hit a laptop. Yeah. I started off with one laptop. And I would just, you know, messing around on Facebook. And uh, everybody would like, man, I like how you DJ. You know, I was like, I'm not no DJ, but I'm going to, you know, take requests. So I would say, hey, send in your favorite song. So the people would send in their favorite song, and I would playing it. So people kept asking me, I mean, do you DJ? I'm like, no, I'm the hype man. I got some partner of mine, DJ. So when it comes, I said, well, then I got another laptop. <laughs> I ended up getting two laptops. Yeah. I didn't have no DJ equipment. I didn't have none. So whatever. I was DJing off a laptop. And uh so we 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 heard the commercials and everything yeah. during the uh uh when I was playing song, but that's how the uh I started DJing. I've been DJing now for two years now. And when I said it took off for me, I guess I was one of the ones that were blessed because I mean, that probably was one of the best investments I ever did, you know, that to take off. Because I know some DJs, they've been in it for 20, 30, 40-some years. Yeah. And some of the uh, stuff that I don't did, man, just in that little time, it's just amazing. Yeah. I Well, of course, I, I noticed that, that, you know, your DJ career, your, your business, your passion of it took off so fast because— you have even DJ. I call you the celebrity DJ now. You qualify as the celebrity DJ now because you have DJ for some celebrities. And uh, and how was that? And who was that? I've been. I mean, like I said, to be DJing for two years, I had DJ for some uh, some people that you know known in the music industry. Uh, and uh, the two people that I had, well, I'm DJ for. I mean. I don't hear connection with different people, but the two that really stand out is uh, T.I. Y'all, I mean, T.I. the rapper, you know, play some music for him. He came down here during the, uh, the summer, last summer. Then I did Kelly Price. So Kelly Price, you know, y'all know she's an R&B singer and everything, but those two names stand out. And like I said, I don't did some local stuff, you know, here with some uh, some singers and stuff like this here from... Uh, you know, Terry Harris, uh, this is stuff with him, uh, this is stuff with Chris J. Uh, yeah, different guys, but now, you know, just DJs, it kind of like took over. I mean, a lot of people like good quality, and everybody like what I do, so it's like on book pretty much every. My thing about you, you're going to give people good quality. Because you like to perform while DJ, and most DJs don't do that, they always just stand behind it. The turntable and, and and the laptop, but you you get these folks a complete show, man. I'm like I'm like dirt. Well, I mean, I said dirt doing too much, but then people start loving it, man. Go ahead, man. I, it, I, when I said as I'm an entertainer, y'all just don't know I've been entertaining ever since I've been like in elementary from junior high. You know, I used to be in a group, the New Edition group. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought, you know, like See, I said, I mean, when I, I DJ, I mean, I give you a whole package. Yeah. I mean, I get up there dance. I get up there sing. I get up there talk to the crowd. I'll get up there do the line dance. And just, I'm not one of the DJs out there just, you know, like I said, just play music or, you know, but I'm be on the microphone the whole night. And that's why a lot of people require me, uh, like when people be, you know, like looking for a DJ. I see my name come up. That's a good feeling. Yeah. When I see my name, they be like, oh, I need a DJ. And people be, I know across Facebook and they'll, you know, like, 
hey, call Darren Screenfellow. But uh, hey, I just man, it's a blessing for me. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a four. Yeah, yeah, I never DJ, but I just know what I would do. As when I'm DJing, I'm give you a whole show. I'm gonna give you your money worth. When I, I'm, I'm make sure everybody is entertained. And that's what, like I say, I entertain a lot of people. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> so that's why I bring I bring that uh, DJ entertainer all in one. One day I might sing R. Kelly. One day I might sing Prince. One day I might do new edition. One day I might rap LL Cool J. If y'all don't believe it, I mean, I, I got videos of it. So, <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, it's just a blessing that, I, you know, that I'm able to, you know, make everybody enjoy themselves when I'm DJ. Cool. Let's talk about that uh, performance you did a couple of years back. I, I I think this was was before. Yeah, it was before COVID. The the new edition, all the rain come down, everything. I mean, so many people talked about that man after you did it. It was the, you know people just amazed about you. I mean, you gave what about an hour show? I did a uh, like I said it was it was like when the COVID started. Okay. COVID started. That's it. We were just sitting up home and people not being entertained or added my face with this material. It was like, like I said, I did an hour short. Man, I, I want to be in them, boy. I, I was the seventh member of the new edition. I know Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, Johnny, and uh, Mike, and myself. I was the seventh member of the new edition. I know. Always. I always, I mean, I got, I got, I got stuff that, I mean, I got photo with new edition, like, you know, adding my face with them and everything. But it was like, like I said, I did an hour show of yeah. new edition. So first thing, I like, like I said, I always love new edition. And when you do new edition, you got to learn they steps. And they steps are so hard. I said, forget it. I stopped. Then I was like still at home doing nothing because we couldn't go to work or anything. So I said, man, I'm going to go ahead and learn these steps. So it took me a year to learn new edition step. The steps y'all see that new edition do, yeah. I did everything uh, that new edition do. And uh, like I said, when he said the rain, trust and believe, <laughs> I brought the rain on Can You Stand the Rain. I hear rain coming down. I hear smoke. I hear the lights. I hear a whole concert, uh, an hour doing new edition. Give us a description of your setup as a DJ because you said not only you DJing, and say you had a party. DJing right now, but you you're entertaining part out in front of the the DJ. What you do? You have the smoke and all that going on too. Smoke. I have the lights. Uh, like I said, a lot of people be saying, uh, hey, I can't do what you do because you you just. I mean, I'd be embarrassed. It, it ain't no embarrassed bone in me. It's just in me. I'm gonna. It don't matter who out there. I don't. I mean, long is everybody having a good time. I'm having a good time. So, like I said, I ha- I bring the smoke, I bring the lights, I bring the the energy, I bring the I just bring the funk to DJ. When I'm DJing, I'm gonna get on that microphone. I'm gonna talk about, I mean, especially if it's football season, I'm gonna talk about your team. I'm gonna make everything interesting. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm gonna be saying some stuff about them. I mean, even though I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it, you know, your Pittsburgh fan, you know, a Forty Nine. <laughs> So we go, we, I mean, I just, I just bring the funk when I'm DJing. I just be, when I'm DJing, it just, everything is go. It ain't no stopping or whatever. We're going to let them have that. I'm, yeah, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> well, that's, we, we got love for each other though. Man, I'm telling you, man, I, I even enjoy when you DJ because I know 
I get the unexpected from most expected DJs when they just DJ. When you come, it's a show. It's almost like you need to buy tickets. Man, you need to do that. Do a show and have people to buy tickets to you, man. Serious though, I thought about um, doing a, a show. Uh, the last one I did, like I said, uh, Facebook took it down. Uh, when I did the new edition show, I had 17,000 people tune in. Yeah. And uh, Facebook's, you know, we all, they all put up there, you supposed to put, uh, you don't own that music. Facebook didn't want to hear that. I had 17,000 people tune in that night that I did the new edition show. So the next day they took it down because they said I wasn't the, the uh, owner of those uh, new edition song. So it, uh, I had video. I mean, I got video of it, you know, from the camera. I had a, a camera guy that did and everything. But uh, but for Facebook, they said I wasn't the owner, so they took it down. So I know they said if you get so many views, they supposed to pay you or whatever. I mean, I don't know if I was up there or whatever, but they said, hey, he getting too many views on this right here. Let's, let's take that on down. Let's uh, talk about, uh, I know you said you only been DJing for a little over two years, right? And, and in that little fr that frame time that you have been doing DJ, you have superb your own business to beyond most DJs who've been in the business for a minute, even longer, five years, six years, seven years or whatever. So in those two years, that you've been DJing, how do you market your business? I mean, besides uh, maybe word of mouth, but what else you do to market your business? Well, I have business cards. You passing them out. Then, I, like I said, I'm at uh, Chef Tam uh, Underground Soul Food downtown. I'm there every Saturday. So a lot of people, a lot of tours, and uh, I'm there every Saturday from 12 in the afternoon to 7 at night. Every so Saturday. when they come in there and eat, I'm playing music, and a lot of people see me playing music, they like how I play. But other than that, I'm on, I mean, I'm on social media like, hey, I go live on Facebook on different groups. I'm in a lot of different uh, school uh, groups and they see what I do. So they like what I, how I play music and a lot of people call, they like, hey, this guy, this is what I'm looking for right here. And like I said, it's more than just a DJ for me. I'm an entertainer too. Yeah, with that, man, I mean, we know that music is the uh, universal language, you know, all over the world. Music has a way of setting each each person mood and emotion and stuff like that. Have you ever came across somebody just approached you at the DJ and said, man, the music really, you know, moved me or helped me out or something or had me going through something I, I was able to overcome just by listening or watching you, period? All the time, especially when I'm, like I said, when I'm in a shift town. I mean, I have customers come up like, man, hey, give me a business card. Cause, like I said, I don't just DJ for parties. I do weddings. I do anniversaries. I do picnics, proms. I do I do whatever, you know, high school, middle school, whatever. You know, people just like how I DJ. I mean, they come up all the time and be like, hey, man, you you the DJ I, I need at my, at my function because I like how you DJ. So and then you got to know how to get the crowd on the floor. You got to look at the crowd. I mean, like I said, like I said, no shade on no other DJ, but you got to look at what you, you're dealing with. You know, you're dealing with an older crowd, you know, older crowd going to want more older music, you know, or middle music or old school music or whatever. You're dealing with a young crowd, they're going to want pretty much a young crowd. Then they're going to want a little music like in the old school, but you got to know what you're dealing with. Yeah. I know we jumped ahead of this question, but I want to go back to it. 
What made you become a DJ? I wasn't a DJ. That's the that's the <laughs> thing about it. I mean, I know you people was asking that you needed a D, to DJ, but then you went ahead and accepted that role to to do it and made you start buying all this equipment and stuff, man. And the- I wasn't a DJ because first of all, when they when they told me that price, I told them, hey, I'm keep on uh, playing these laptops now. <laughs> I'm keep playing these laptops. But uh, like I said, when I was doing the, uh, the Facebook uh, uh, taking requests, everybody was saying, hey, you need a DJ. And I, I first of all, they didn't, I didn't want to buy the equipment. And like I said, you're talking about thousands of dollars in a DJ when you want it right. So, uh, right. Like I said, I was just an entertainer. Like I said, I got some friend that DJ. I know him that had a mic, talk stuff. You know, I just be on there. But everybody like, man, you need a DJ. You need then people start saying, "Hey, can you DJ my party?" I'm like, maybe that, that's probably that was my saying because everybody kept calling me and saying, "Hey, you need a DJ." So I wasn't studying DJ. I was like, man, hey, I'm just entertained. I'm on these on these laptops doing this. So I said, man, I'm gonna give it a try. I would have. Uh, I got a, a guitar set of. Uh, Charge card. And uh I went about okay. uh, a turntable and uh uh a mixing and stuff. I bought everything that I supposed to get. Nobody didn't even call me. Man, it was about I, I wanna I wanna purchase everything. <laughs> Nobody did call me. I would have took all this stuff back. Good time center, here you go. You got you got all this back. Then when I returned about a week later, a girl called me and said, Hey, I need you to DJ my party. I said, for real? <laughs> so I went back. I went up, dog. I, I bet they see me. I went back. They see me walk through the door. I said, they look like, I know he ain't come back to get this stuff. So I went back and bought everything again. So I ended up. And when I tell you, when when I went and bought this stuff, never looked back. Everybody started. I, that one party uh, that I DJ, it it like, it turned me over on. Because that was the first time I ever DJ in front. Of, I was all, like, I'm on my way to hype, man. I wouldn't know what to do as a DJ. So I did. I was nervous the first time, you know. I was nervous. And uh, after that first time, I never looked back. After uh, the two years, I never looked back. I mean, my my phone and uh, my calendar is, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, I mean, they booking me for next year right now. So, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's a blessing that I'm like, say, I can't do nothing like, Hey, I guess I was one of the, you know, the one that got lucky to get through. Like I said, you got some DJ been here 20, 30 years. And I don't accomplish, no knock on none of them, but I don't accomplish. Yeah, in two years, I'm getting more, I'm getting more gigs. I know, I'll, I mean, hey, I'm going to toot my own horn on this. <laughs> I don't encourage what you about, talking about it. So, Dave encouraged his steps. So. All right. Yeah, so but what really made me uh start the DJing is uh I was doing the laptops and this uh young lady had sent me a message through Facebook and she said, Thank you. And I'm like, okay, I do this all the time, like, but I didn't know what she meant. She said, Thank you. So I sent her a message back, thank me for what? She said, Thank you for playing some music. I just lost my mom. She said, I just lost my mom. That day, she said she was down. She said, I just lost my mom. I was down. When you were playing the music, that lift my spirit up. And when she told me that, I, I started to think, 
you never know through my music, people are down every day. So they maybe could hear my music or me entertaining to lift their spirit up. And that would really kind of like get, you know, kind of hit me a little bit. Like, uh, you know, like I said, when she told me she lost her mom and I, I, I lift her spirit up, I'm like, hey, there it is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, it encouraged her, but it inspired you as well at the same time. And you don't, you know, you only get that so often, but you take advantage of when you're here because it helps your spirit. So, man, that, that's what I'm talking about. People coming up to you or saying, giving you, or leaving you comments, how you play, how you give them a show that not only they love the music, they love to entertain it, but you're inspiring them too. Has anybody want, came up to you and just say, can you show me how to be a DJ or teach me how to be a DJ? Kids asked me before. And I told them the first thing you got to study. I mean, like I said, I was just one of the lucky ones. If you want to become a, you know, I ain't never hear an old or grown man or anything, but I don't hear some kids come to me and ask me, hey, and I told them the first thing you need to uh, get down and study how to be a DJ. Because, you know, by me playing drums in school, I knew, the, I mean, I know how to stay on beat. And if you're not on, if you at a party, you can't stay on beat with the crowd, you know, they're going to be looking like, you know, hey, what's up with the DJ? That's why I said the drums helped me out a big, tremendous, you know, and I knew how to stay on beat. And uh, so the kids had came to me and asked me, and like I said, first thing I told studies and get you uh, like a laptop and start listening to music. Get your controller, then you can start it like that, build off that. See, that's, yeah, that's, man, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you inspired the young folks uh, in it, or anybody else that come up to you to want to be a DJ and stuff like that, that have that passion like you have. They'll feel it anyway once they start talking, talking to you. But again, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show, a Spit to the Beat podcast, being my guest today. And look, we're going to talk some more, man, because I know we're going to be throughout the year talking. Again, if you'd like to be a guest on Spit to the Beat podcast, give me a call at 901-596-1368 or email me at spittothebeat at gmail.com. You're a musician, you're a composer, songwriter, singer, artist. I would love to have you as a guest on my show. Again, Spit to the Beat podcast. Give me a call, 901-596-1368 or email, email me at gmail, Spit to the Beat at gmail.com. Thank you again for being on the show. And that's a wrap. Attention. Spit to the beat. Podcast. Oh. It's all about the music industry. Nobody do it better.